0: Hello, welcome to Irrepressible. I am Eric Ashley. It is the last week of 2020. I can't even believe it. And we're also in that like weird time between Christmas and New Year's where everybody's like, "What's happening? What's going on?" Although that's kind of been the mood this entire year. Um, but I feel like even more so right now. I'm like, Do I work? Do I just chill? Do I like What do I do? Um, and I think a lot of people are feeling that way. I. Personally, like to balance it out. If I if I rest too much, I start getting anxiety that I haven't done enough. But then also, if I work too much, I start getting anxiety that I need to rest and like utilize the time that I have right now. So I'm kind of in that same same place as everybody else right now. Like, how much effort do I put in today? <laughs> and today it's like snowing out. It's just like a very cozy day, and I'm I just love this time of year and with it being the last week of 2020 i keep seeing this and a lot of people have also asked me about resolutions do i make them how do i make them what do i feel about them and it kind of sparked this idea in me for this episode this week that i think this is um i think it's a good topic to talk about because when it comes to goal setting for a really long time, I didn't know how to set a goal. I was like, yeah, this is what I want. I want, um, like, what's an example that I can't even think of right now? Like, say I want, say somebody's like, I want to buy a house next year, right? Okay, cool. There's a goal. But unless you're breaking down steps, how the heck are you going to get there? Just as like a wish that you keep thinking of. And so, resolutions and like intentions and like all the I just don't like the word resolution. It's, it feels like you're fixing a problem, but there's not enough substance behind it to get there. So for me, I don't set resolutions. I set intentions. And when I set intentions, I'm very, I don't want to say lenient, but I think when you get too strict on yourself, that's when you're setting yourself up for failure. So for me, I look at, at a resolution as something I want to be mindful of. Like, what do I want to be mindful of this year? What's something that I think can help me long-term that I'd like to put some focus into, but not let it overwhelm me. So for example, one of mine forever and ever and ever has been to drink more water. I just I am somebody who despises drinking water. It's not a fun time for me. I have to find anything and everything that I can put into water to make it taste better to make it enjoyable. Um if I were to sit here and say I'm going to drink 3 liters of water every single day in 2021, I'm sitting here lying to myself and to you. I know that's that's not an actionable, reasonable Goal for myself. I just, I know myself. I know it's not going to happen. If I set a goal that's more like, I want to be better about my water intake and more mindful about staying hydrated, for you know, it helps brain fog, it helps your skin, it helps you feel more awake, it helps your organs do all of the jobs that they're supposed to do. That's like a why behind I want to drink water. And so For me, I have to find a why. Why am I doing anything that I'm doing? If I don't have a why, there's no point, there's no purpose. And so, with the setting, the intention of being more mindful of drinking water, I can look at a glass of water now and be like, this is going to give me energy. This helps my body run the way it's supposed to run. This is going to keep my skin hydrated and clear. This is going to get rid of my brain fog that I feel in the afternoon. And so, when I'm approaching it from that perspective, instead of you have to do this and drink this amount. It just becomes about numbers and and I just don't like that. And so if I'm being mindful when it comes to this, if I forget a day or two, I'm not beating myself up about it because I'll probably end up with a headache or something. And then I'm like, I didn't drink enough water yesterday. I've noticed the benefits from it. And now when I'm not doing it, I feel the lack of those benefits. And then that's how you over time are able to create something that is sustainable and that it doesn't become this all or nothing mindset. I have done that many times, especially when it comes to food or, um, Really, just any goal. I have, I just tend to be somebody who's like all or nothing. I'm in or I'm out. I have a hard time finding the gray areas and things, and I've had to work on that. For example, I was vegan for a while and I had to stop because it wasn't healthy for me and it was giving me so much anxiety and guilt around what I could and couldn't eat. And I was like, this mentality is not serving me. I will not be able to live if I keep this up because somebody would have a birthday. And of course you want to go celebrate somebody's birthday and I'd get to the restaurant. And the only thing on the menu that I could eat was like French fries. That is not healthy. That's not sustainable. That's not. And so I had to reel myself back and be like, it is okay to step back from this and say, this isn't working for me. And so I've just transitioned that into other areas. I buy makeup and, um, like lotion, skincare, shampoos, like everything that I can that's cruelty free, because that to me is like balancing out for a while. I was like, I can't have leather. I can't have any, like, I, I just take things to the extreme sometimes. And I've really learned that it doesn't serve you. And so, that's how I feel about resolutions. It's like this all or nothing mentality. And that's why everybody has this joke of like they get broken the second week of January because nobody's making them in a way that's like actually usable and sustainable over a long period of time. So I'm big on setting one, two or three intentions that you can be mindful about this year. That's not gonna like weigh you down and make you beat yourself up about it if you're not hitting those goals every single day. There's that's life is about like the journey and the process. If I set a goal that I wanted to squat 150 pounds, do you think that I could do that tomorrow? Probably not. It's like small steps over time that would get me there. And so I have to remember and remind myself pretty frequently that it's the baby steps that are going to get you to where you want to go. And nobody's just at their destination the second they decide that that's where they want to go. So That's my outlook on resolutions. Um, For those of you who do set like distinct goals for resolutions or for New Year's or monthly or weekly, um, however you do it, I have a pretty big um, like time management hack that helps me achieve goals once I have the outline planned out and like where I want to get to. I was reading a book the other day and there was a quote in it and I was like oh my god this is such a good quote and it was she was saying that the quote is time comes to those who make it not those who try to find it and I no, I've never heard this quote but like I live by this quote I didn't even realize I lived by this quote until I heard it Um, and Jen Sincero said that and so it's the idea that. If you have all the, if you feel like you have all the time in the world, it's going to take you all the time in the world to get a task done. If you have 15 minutes, it's going to take you 15 minutes to get that task done. I remember in the beginning of quarantine, I had told myself, I'm going to reorganize my closet, go through things that I don't wear anymore and donate things. I didn't give myself a deadline. And so I think it took me until June to actually decide to do it because I told myself finally, okay, you have Saturday to do this. And that's the day that it's getting done. And that was the day that I got it done and I got it done. But if I hadn't given myself a deadline, my closet would still not be organized. And I really do need to organize it again and go through it more. But it's just like, no matter what the task is, if you're not giving yourself deadlines, there's no end in sight. It can be literally forever away. And I find when I'm working under pressure, I do my best work. I accomplish things. I get things done. And then I have time for more things. If I don't give myself a schedule, I feel chaotic all day long. I am running around there's like no rhyme or reason to what i'm doing. I get distracted easily and then by the end of the day I'm like I didn't even accomplish anything. Today was a waste of a day and I don't like wasted days. Even if I'm having a day off, I like to be mindful about like really using the time to rest and to rejuvenate or do things that I like to do that maybe I don't get to do very often like For me, one of my favorite things to do is watch a movie in the morning, like right when you wake up, just turn on the TV and pop in a movie and have like coffee in bed and watch it. And I never do it. It's like a guilty pleasure for me that I do just once in a while. But if I tell myself like, okay, this weekend you're going to have a rest day and I plan that, I know that I'm prioritizing the time that I have and using it in a way that's going to benefit me the most. When I don't do that, like I said, I feel chaotic and I I waste time. I end up on Instagram for hours, on TikTok learning like dances, which there's not. And again, there's nothing wrong with that. But for me, I'm like I'm just somebody who likes to prioritize that uh, the time that I have and utilize it in the best way that I can. So really, during quarantine this year, I kind of had to learn how to do this. I was working from home way more. I've always kind of been in and out of my home doing stuff and having days off. And so it wasn't completely new to me. Like I'm sure it was for a lot of people, but I still had to get in the habit of right now I'm working and I'm not thinking about, I have to do laundry. I need to clean this. I need to run this errand because that's when I get off track and I don't get anything done. And so I found a pretty good system that helped me accomplish a lot this year. And I wanted to share it with you because I think it's helpful. Um, and it helps you just like get on track and get shit done. Right. We all want to get stuff done. And this for me has been like the game changer. Okay. So what I do is I time batch. And if you've never heard of time batching, it's my BFF. Um, basically you, for me, I like to look at a week at a time maybe two weeks if I know something's planned out farther in advance. But a, for me, one week is like a good amount of time. And so I make a list of all the things that I need to do. So maybe I need to uh, write some blog posts. Maybe I want to record an episode. Maybe I need to, you know, whatever it is, X, Y, Z, right? Each one of those is becomes their own section, So let's say you're a blogger and you know you need to write content, take photos, and uh, post it to Instagram and to your website. What you're going to do is time block each one of those things. So let's say you block off two hours on Monday morning from 11 to 1, and that's when you're going to write content. And then from one to two, maybe you have lunch. And then two to four, you're going to shoot content. That's, that's like your Monday. I'm sure there's more thrown in there. But like for the purpose of this, let's say like that's what you have to do on Monday. Within that time block. So I know. Okay. So now I know I'm writing content. I'm having lunch. And then I'm shooting content. Great. Now we're in the first section of the time block which is writing content. The beginning, like 10 to 15 minutes of time batching is so important. That's when I make the to-do list of everything that falls under that category. What are the topics of your blog posts? How many have you written? How many do you wanna write? Um, Do you need to link to other websites? Do you need to link to other people? Do you need to find their contacts? Do you need to find products to link back uh, with a hyperlink? All of the things that you need to do for your schedule, like let's say you are you want to post three blog posts this week. I would write down, okay, I'm going to write about this topic, this topic, and this topic. And for each one of those, are there the links? Are there everything that goes under that content? Do you need to do any research? That like write out your to-do list. So now you know within this two-hour block, these are the things you have to get done this week in that two-hour block for your content writing. Then that's what you do. You put your phone in the other room, you turn it on silent, you put on a good playlist and you do not get up until those two hours are done. It's like something about giving yourself an amount of time to get something done just changes it. Like it's all or nothing. And you know that like, if that's the amount of time you have, like that's the amount of time you have and you're going to get it done. You have lunch and then you do the same thing for, um, your your photo, your shooting content. You have your outfits at the beginning. What outfits am I wearing? What products am I shooting? Am I outdoors, indoors, do I need a friend? Like whatever it is, make the list. And then you know during those next two hours that you've blocked off, this is what has to get accomplished in these two hours. Sometimes I don't get everything done within the two hours that I block myself off for. They roll over. I prioritize. I'm like, what is a non-negotiable for me in this time period? has to get done, I start with that one. Anything else is like almost bonus. And if you get everything done on the list, like keep going, utilize the time that you have. It's going to make it so much more rewarding when you sit down for lunch and you're like, yes, it's nice to have this break for my brain. It's nice to turn on TV for a second. It's nice to like go for a walk um, and get some fresh air. It just makes you feel more in alignment, I guess is the word I'm looking for. I just feel better when I do this. And so that's my, that's my recipe for time management success. And I do this for every day of the week. Um, If I have like a doctor's appointment or if I want to schedule like, Hey, I'm going to hang out with somebody like whatever it is that goes on my schedule. And I am somebody who likes to physically write down my schedule in a planner And I like the vertical planners that say like 5 a.m., 6 a.m., 7 a.m., like all the way till 10 p.m. because I just – that's how my brain works. I can go down the list and see, okay, I'm going to work out this morning. I have breakfast. I have a call. I need to write content. I need to record an episode. I need to email these people. Like that's what my day looks like. And it's very easy for me to just stay on track and know where I'm going. When I have a a plan – I have a path and like, as long as I'm on the path, I'm feeling good. The second I stray from my path is when I'm like, what is happening? Did I even accomplish anything? Am I even doing anything? And those are like, I don't want to be in that emotion. I don't think anybody wants to be in that emotion. And so everything that I do when it comes to setting goals and time management and time batching. Is because I'm trying to create the most um, calm environment and productive environment for myself so that I feel accomplished and not overwhelmed. I think overwhelming comes a lot from the chaos of I have this and this and this and I don't know how to schedule it and oh my God, I have to write 10 people back on these emails. One of the biggest things for me that I also learned this year is that. Sometimes when I felt overwhelmed like that, I would sit down and say, "Okay, if I have to respond to 10 emails, how long is that really going to take me?" An hour, an hour and a half. And then I started breaking everything down by how long it was going to take, and I realized it was a much shorter amount of time than I had thought it was in my head because I was feeling so overwhelmed, and that makes it so much more manageable. So I think if you can break your day down into like smaller manageable manageable bits, that's like a huge key when we're biting off more than we can chew. It's, it's not going to work out. And so that's like, that's my recipe and I'm by no means perfect at it. I definitely have days where I schedule things out and then I don't do them. Um, life happens and sometimes you have to go with the flow. And although I love a good routine, sometimes you have to go with the flow and that's just what it is and you can't beat yourself up about it that's the other thing that i learned this year is like do not get mad at yourself for not doing everything that you wanted to do one especially right now we're in the middle of a pandemic still there's a lot going on just with that so like if you're not feeling like 100 it's okay but on the days that you are it's okay still if you don't accomplish everything. It's just having grace with yourself and, and being proud of yourself for the steps that you have taken along the way and looking at the progress you've made over time. If if you can, if, I also read a quote one time that I think it was Tim Ferriss who said, if you can strive for 1% better or 1% improvement every day, just 1%, that's 365% that you're going to be at the end of the year. And that's if you hit 1% every day. Even if you do it a hundred days out of the that's a hundred percent better than you were at the beginning of the year. And so it's not taking like huge leaps at a time, it's taking small, manageable leaps. Go from A to B, not A to Z. I learned that the hard way. It doesn't work. You need the baby steps. They're there for a reason. They're helping you truly. So hopefully this helps you. Let me know if you use it. Um, for me, it's completely just changed the game. Um, And I feel like I can really actually get things done in the time period that I want now. So resolutions, time management, all that stuff really for me just comes back to being mindful. And I guess as a resolution or an intention for this year, the other thing that I, besides water, (laughs) that I want to be mindful of is being mindful. And that means to me, who is around me? What content am I consuming? Where am I spending my time? What are my thoughts? Like, what am I thinking all day long? And are they serving me or not? Because if they're not, like, bye. You know, things like that. If I can just slowly start to be more mindful about, how I'm living my life, that's the point of a resolution to me, the point of just being. And if you're striving for growth in any way, being mindful is where it's at. And that could be taking five minutes in the morning to journal and get your thoughts out or set an intention for the day, or maybe you need a mantra, or maybe you should meditate. Like whatever it looks like for you, do it. It's not the same for all of us. And that was one of the biggest things that I have learned in life is that not every tool works for every person. When I was going through like severe bouts of anxiety, there were people who would tell me, oh, do this. It's going to work. And it wouldn't. And I would get frustrated at myself that I was doing these tools, but they weren't working for me. One size does not fit all. And so for me, it's just being mindful and like knowing what works for me and what doesn't, and implementing the ones that do and getting rid of the ones that don't. And there's nothing wrong with it. And if you're trying to help somebody and they don't respond to whatever tool you've given them, it's okay. You did your best, you tried, and that's all that counts. And so 2021. The year of mindfulness. It's really how I'm feeling. So, resolutions, time management, mindfulness. Don't set yourself up for failure. You know, be kind to yourself. I think that's like the biggest and like most important thing of all. So, hopefully, these help. Like I said, I'm not perfect. I still use them every day, and some days I'm better, and some days I'm not. But it's growth over time, that that's what matters.